morning everybody welcome to episode 39 it's uh thursday morning half past seven and i've just done a workout and that workout is changing the duvet and the bed covers and those of you that do that will know what i mean <laughs> i thought i'll do it before i have a shower because i'm about to sweat even more trying to change it um made worse by the fact that uh I don't know I I said to somebody once how how come as you get older it gets more difficult but I'm not sure that it does it's just that you move from a double bed you know when you're younger to a, a king-size bed when you can afford one and uh it's a whole lot harder to, <laughs> to change a duvet on a king-size duvet and everything else couple that with the fact that we bought one of those, you know, mattresses that unroll from the box and you got a 100-day guarantee thingy on it, uh, which I thought was fine. It's it's lovely. And then John said, it's too hot. I can't, I can't cope with that one. So can you buy one of those toppers that cool the bed down? So, oh, God. So, so I bought one of those toppers that uh, cool the bed down. I mean, those, that's hard enough, isn't it, when you've got a king-size mattress that you've got to turn and things. That's like... It's like wrestling, that is. Um, yeah, so I bought one of these toppers that I put on top. And uh, now you have to... Uh, I mean, I'm sat on the edge of the bed here. I can swing my legs. can't even touch the ground. I need a ladder to get up to the onto the bed these days. Not quite that bad, but I did have to buy extra deep sheets to cover both the mattress and the topper. Right, where will this end? And I don't think... Since I've put it on, I've had a decent night's sleep on it anyway. So I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm almost at the point where I abandon it altogether and just go back to an ordinary mattress because, uh, yeah, it's not, it's not all it's cracked up to be, I don't think. So, <laughs> yes, I've had my workout this morning. Um, oh, I mean, I don't have regular days to do the bed. I just do it as and when I, I can, and. Uh, yeah, but I'm like sweating away trying to trying to change the duvet cover and everything this morning. So that's my first workout before we even start anything else today. It's uh, just gone three and I'm about to go out and do the afternoon feeding and egg collecting. Um, we have got eggs absolutely um, starting to stack up here. I don't know where all our egg customers have disappeared to, but they are not coming to get eggs. They do, however, seem to be um, bringing back a lot of empty egg cartons from somewhere else. <laughs> so I don't know quite what is going on. The egg carton, we leave a box at the bottom of the shed for people to bring back empty egg cartons because during the lockdown, we had a really big problem trying to get hold of uh, egg boxes. And so we asked people to bring them back and uh, people do. Uh, but we seem to be getting more empty egg boxes back than we are selling eggs. So I'm not quite sure how that's working at the minute. Um, yeah, I'm going to go and do the eggs and the feeding because uh, Samantha will be here with the twins and Mia. Um, and I'll have the twins while Mia goes swimming, I think, because um, uh, Samantha was here earlier for the equine dentist visit. And she got with the twins and I looked after those while she went out and... Uh, see to the horses and um, she got a phone call from the school to say that Mila had fallen over and bumped her head and was sat in the office with an ice pack on it so she was unsure whether she'd be going swimming later but um, I will wait and see 
Uh, yeah, so the equine dentist, you might remember, came yesterday and Samantha had got the wrong day down in her diary. And so he had to come back today, for which he charged extra, um, and uh, got their teeth, got the horse's teeth done, which actually was um, quite useful because uh, Biscuit, we inherited um, from somebody who had her as a, a field companion for their horse and their horse died. Uh, and they wanted to rehome it. And we had Jack, who was here by himself. And so uh, somebody tagged us in on a post and, you know, we got a new f uh, field companion for Jack. Um, that's often the way things go. Uh, and, and you have to be careful when you have a small holding that you don't end up just taking in all sorts of waifs and strays because that does happen. And, uh, you know, people will say, oh, do you, you know, do you want these ducks? Do you want these cockerels? And they're like, no, thank you. <laughs> in the beginning, we used to, but uh, you just inherit other people's problems, that's all. So uh, we don't do that anymore. Um, but as I said, it was interesting because we really didn't know much about Biscuit. And, and as the people before didn't really know how old she was and everything. But the dentist says she's around about 20 and she's in good oral health for her age, which is um, fabulous to know, to be honest, because uh, as I said, we didn't know much about her. And I think we've had her about four years now. and We've managed each year to keep her uh, free from laminitis during the spring and summer. So, um, you know, the, the uh, farrier always says, yeah, no, she's doing well, she's doing well. So we must be doing something right, which is good. And um, I think it's more because they lead a very natural existence, albeit that they can't just roam miles and miles wherever they want to. But they're not, um, you know, they're not, they're not treated um, as... I, well the thing is they don't they don't get ridden and so they are just field ponies really that's what they are and they get treated like field ponies and they don't get uh you know sugary treats and things like that they they eat the grass they get ad lib hay when it's when they need it they get uh, extra chaff if it's very cold but on the whole they they live a, the most natural life that a horse could live without it being wild and free i suppose um so it's good to know that that they are in good condition uh, and that, you know, like I said, we must be doing something right. So that's great to know. Um, I had a notification from Spotify uh, to give me a, a year roundup on uh, what, ha what uh, my podcast is doing. So, um, yeah, hello to anybody from uh, um, Iceland, New Zealand and Ireland and the UK that is listening on Spotify. Nice to have you along. Uh, some of uh, most of the forty percent, I think, listen between eleven and eleven a.m. and five p.m. And uh, seven on Spotify have listened to nearly every episode. So well done you, and thanks for coming along for the ride. Um, of course, there are other platforms are available, and it, it does go out on other platforms. Um, so you know, but I don't have the roundups for those; just the ones for Spotify at the minute. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's nice to know. It's nice actually to get some feedback like that. So you know, uh, you know, cause I stand here, you know, like I'm in the, at the minute in my kitchen talking to myself basically into my phone, and I have no idea who listens and who, you know, who's uh, who's listening all the time. So, um, and I don't even know actually. I haven't looked on Spotify, but if there is the chance or any platform, if there is a chance to just like a little hand wave, just give me a wave. So. Uh, I know who's out there because it'll uh, it'll definitely um, give me some connection, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I better 
shake my tail now and get off outside and get these uh, animals fed and get the eggs collected before Samantha and Mia and the twins arrive. I thought I'd just quickly update you on um, Jack's shoulder while we were talking about the horses. Um, he's fine again now. So, yeah, so it, he obviously just pulled it or something and uh, he's absolutely, totally walking fine now again. So that's good. Um, the other thing i get, got to get John to do tonight is get that pigeon out of the... <laughs> out of this uh, stable with the chickens in it must have been in there must have been roosting in there on the evening when we moved the chickens over and of course now all the doors are locked up tight and so it can't get back out and it's sat up on the ledge um and i assume it comes down to get something to eat and drink but uh it may not and so really tonight i have to get john grab john and go out there and we'll have to try and uh get the chick uh, get the the uh pigeon out of there because uh, looking a bit sorry for itself sat up on the it looks at me every time I go in as I say can I come out yet um maybe when the chickens are uh settled for the night if we turn the light off in the stable they will just sit tight they won't move and might be able to um encourage the chicken to, the pigeon to fly out but uh yeah we'll see I'll let you know how that goes <laughs> should be fun It's uh, Friday morning and I've just come in from doing the morning rounds. Um, last night we did manage to get the pigeon out. We um, donned all our gear, put our wellies on and our coats and because obviously it's, um, it's quite cold last night. Uh, went out there uh, ready for this big, big sort of job of getting this pigeon out. So I thought it'd be a big job. Uh, John turned on the main light and I turned off the light in the stable. Uh, opened the top door, uh, went in, and the pigeon flew out. <laughs> it was that easy. <laughs> I could have done it days ago, really, if I thought it'd be that easy, but I didn't actually think. I, I kind of thought, well, how are we going to get this out? It's going to take me and John in there, and the chickens are going to flap about, and the pigeon's going to fly around. But actually, it didn't occur to me until yesterday morning, really, if we went in there in the evening, turned the light out, uh, that the chickens would all stay very calm and still and and the, the pigeon off it went and it went off and it flew straight into a different stable so <laughs> but that's not one we're using at the minute so it'll be easily easy to get in and out of there um yeah so uh and samantha did come back with the twins so then i had the twins for the evening uh, for the afternoon while mia went swimming a uh, bump on her head wasn't too bad she proudly showed her nice shiny bump off to me but uh yeah, so she went swimming and I had the twins again. And then when they went, we had... My, my sister came over with fish and chips, um, which we usually do on a Saturday, but we're busy this Saturday with the family party. And uh, we started doing it down during um, the COVID lockdowns, not the actual lockdown, but when they said, oh, you know, you can now meet people in the garden. I think it must have been in the summer. So we started doing it then and we just carried on doing it really the whole time. So... It's quite nice to catch up once a week. Yeah, so I've been out this morning and done the rounds, um, let the geese out, filled their water up, went in the duck pen, changed their water over, filled up their feed bucket, picked up the eggs, into the stable, 
feed the chickens, give them some extras. I, I, I thought when I was doing it, it's like having granola on top of their breakfast, really, because I put their feed in and then I make a mix of the sunflower seeds, um, some diatomaceous earth and some seaweed powder. Sprinkle that on the top just to give them a little bit extra and a little, something a little bit different and hopefully something will do them a little bit good. Uh, and pick up any eggs that are already been laid. And I have to, um, for some reason... The so we put sawdust down on the floor, and for some reason, they always kick it when they're scratching through it in the direction of the door. So then you end up when you open the stable door with a big step to step up a step of sawdust that's been compacted down. So I have to rake that all away because obviously I can't shut the door behind me very well, and I don't want them to get out. So rake all that away. Then on to the orchard and the light Sussex heading out there let her out top up their water basic the basic stuff really let them all out well undo the door to their hut and then just feed everything make sure everything's got water come back in sort the eggs out put the eggs out for sale and uh jobs are good and just finished my cup of coffee thought i'd just do this and then uh decide what i'm gonna do for the rest of the day i've got um i want to sort out uh <laughs> On the, I don't know if I said this in the last one, but on our old, on our workbench that we bought with us time and time ago, thousands and thousands of nails and screws in the little cubby holes at the back. So um, I ordered some, one of those um, organisers, the screw organiser that you put on the wall with the little sort of plastic um, boxes that go on it. Uh, so today I think I might be mainly sorting out screws and nails it's fascinating so i'm going to find a nice podcast to listen to i think while i do that um that's going to be a long and laborious job but when i've got it done it means i'll be able to move this weekend hopefully move the uh the workbench into the pantry uh, and then we can get the door on the pantry um someone else is coming for a big metal cabinet that we've got out there and we should then be able to start moving around in there uh, as I said, it's always like Rubik's Cube here. You have to move one thing in order to get another thing sorted and done. But uh, yeah, that's mainly my plan for today. Not very exciting, but uh, it's got to be done. So I did a few bits this morning and did some hoovering. Um, and I got some um, four huge, big double lamb chops out of the freezer. They came in a four pack and I thought, well, we're not going to eat all those, two of those each tonight. So I chopped up, um, chopped some of them up. I've made a lamb and leek uh, casserole type thing, which I will freeze. And then I've, John's having a lamb chop and he'll have mashed potato and peas and that tonight. And I made some lamb tikka kebabs for myself which I'll have a rice so that's really nice then Shelly came at lunchtime and uh we she said do you want to go into town and have rummage through the uh, charity shops oh yes please that's always one of my favorite things to do so we went and had a look at the charity shops and uh I found some lovely little bargains I found a a rum toff well I've got a rum toff but this one is like a vintage one and it looks the business so it's like oh I'm gonna have that and then um a wire basket and then some bits for crafting as well so I did all right actually and then I came home um and sorted out a few bits and pieces and uh then it was uh time for chap to come and pick up the freezer that he was um coming for we got a we had a small 
a small front load freezer which we no longer use um it's absolutely filthy. i said to him it is absolutely filthy which is why i gave it away free and you will have to clean it it's, it's ideal for a garage or something like that so he came and got that and then john came home and he we're now moving stuff around to uh try and get this back bit all sorted out um try and get a lot more of it done over the weekend hopefully yes i had a also had a customer call in on the off chance a long shot he said that i had some ducks in the freezer that he could uh, purchase for a dinner party tonight <laughs> no i'm sorry i don't have those in the freezer that you can purchase um yeah, the, the bits in the back we've moved, so we've got a little, a, a spare fridge, um, which, because I've only got a, a tiny little fridge in my kitchen, so we have another one out the back that I use at Christmas and things like that for part and parties, so just extra fridge space that goes on for when we do that. So the fridge is moving across and then the tumble dryer is finally coming inside next to the washing machine because it was out in the, in sort of the, the back bin, which was always a pain in the bum um to keep going out there uh but john's obviously had to cut the hole through which has taken a long time um and it's got dark and he says well I'll, I'll, we'll we'll fit it we'll put the pipe through and everything and do that tomorrow i said no no we'll do it tonight i want it done dusted job finished tick <laughs> so oh he's moaning his head off about that i'm like but no we're gonna get that done and uh that's that so um at the minute, he's cutting the final bit of board to go in where the airing cupboard was, it's next to where the tumble dryer's going. That was supposed to have been cut in, well, months ago, last year sometime. So he's finally got around to doing that as well. Tick. So we're ticking off slowly all the jobs. And then today I've been sorting out all the little bits of screws and that. So hopefully at the weekend, I can move that bench into my pantry and then get the shelves up. And that's pantry uh pretty much finished apart from i just need to get martin to come around and, or somebody to come around and get put the door on john can do all the sort of finer bits but i do want a door that fits tight which carpentry is not john's strong point so i do want a door that um doesn't have caps in it <laughs> so um so yeah that will get done but yes yeah, busy busy day and we've got a busy weekend ahead of us as well it's always busy we're always busy It's Monday morning, a new week. Um, it's eight o'clock. I haven't gone out and done the birds just yet. I'm going to in a minute. And <clears throat> we have indeed had a very busy weekend. Um, Saturday, we uh, early in the morning, uh, we got uh, lots of bits tidied up out the back. Um, finally managed to get all the screws and nails and that all sorted and put on a rack on the wall. So that's all done. And then I had the twins for a couple of hours while Samantha and Luke went off for a, a meeting. And then when they came back, it was time to get ready to go to the family party. Um, as I said, we hire a, a hall locally because there's a lot of us. Um, and it's nice to be all able to get together at least once over Christmas. I mean, when the family was a lot smaller, we would all be at mum's. But um, she's moved her house. She's downsized, so her house is small. Uh nobody's really got a house big enough to accommodate um 30 plus people so uh all at once so um we hire a hall 
and uh, we have a Christmas party get together and it, we've done all sorts of things, the full on roast, which we uh, pulled off in style. Um, we've done, you know, somebody decorates the hall and we've done a, ba- a, a so we did a banquet and then we did a buffet. When it, and this year, last year, obviously we couldn't do it. And this year <coughs> we've just done, uh, we've scaled it right down and uh, we did a buffet and a disco and games for the kids and uh, Secret Santa sack for the kids. Um, and that was, it was absolutely brilliant. I mean, it's so nice to see the kids, the children get together. And some of them, um, I'm trying to think, one, two, three, four, five, six, maybe. Uh, they've known nothing but the pandemic. You know, they're two and a half um, and under. And they have, they don't know anything other than the the pandemic which is really sad and so to be able to see them all get together in one big room and play together was um absolutely brilliant and they all got on fabulously and they had a wonderful time and we all had a wonderful time and uh yeah it was absolutely brilliant brilliant time um so that took us right through to saturday evening and then sunday we got up and cracked on out the back there and by by oh around about two o'clock something like that maybe we did a nip off to get some shopping in between morning but two o'clock three o'clock maybe we have finally got the out the back there all organized everything all the shelves and the boxes are all up in the pantry which is looking amazing i am so happy the way that's turned out um we found homes for everything that we've just got and anything we didn't need is being thrown away have to be a bit harsh because uh you know, it just keep, seem to hoard things that you're just never, ever going to use again. Uh, so we've thrown a lot of those. We've give, recycled a lot. We've um, free-cycled a lot, given stuff away, sold a couple of bits. So, uh, yeah, it's finally... And then we, you, know, you know when you're nearly there, when you get to sweep the floor. And that was... Uh, so we've swept the floor in there and everything is looking tickety-boo. Um, I did have a load of um, squash, butternut squash and uh, banana squash stored in a box out there. It was on the floor. Something has been at those, eating those. Um, not all of them. I've managed to save a few, but I think a bucket full of them I've had to throw away because something's been eating them. Uh, and they've gone sort of squishy. So uh, I will be very glad to get my pantry up and running so that uh, I get a door on that and uh, everything I, anything I put in there. Because that's why we've had to sort of seal everything tight, seal everything up so that uh, mice and that don't get in there because that would be a disaster. But, um, yeah, so we uh very happy. I had a very busy day, very tired at the end of it. But uh, we've achieved a lot. So um very happy about that. Very happy indeed. So, uh, yeah, so we're into Monday, um, into a new week. We've got to go and hopefully pick up a door, a second-hand door later on tonight um, from Shelley, well, from Martin, who's taken one out from somewhere. And then we can get the door on that. And I've also, I was going to have um, electric light fitted in there, but um, I've ordered some of those battery-operated push lights. John says they work really well. Lots of people have those in their loft or in a cupboard that's really dark, so... Hopefully they should arrive today. So I'll have some um, battery push lights in there because I'm not going to be using it. You know, it's not like I'm going to be in there working all the time. Um, I'm going to be going in there to grab something, get something out. So uh, I thought, well, they, they will be fine. They will do. Um, hopefully they, the LED lights should be quite bright. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, and then once the door is on, I can 
start um, thinking, well, obviously a lot of the stuff will be from next year's produce that's grown. A lot of stuff will be stored, you know, the onions will be dried and then hung in there and then root veg. I've got a, I've got a carrot, but an old chest, uh, which I need to fill with some sand because I've got carrots that I really need to pull up. So I need to fill the chest with sand, dampen it down a little bit, fill the... Uh, fill the sand with carrots to store those through the winter um and that will be that will be good and the 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 idea about that is that they will stay quite firm rather than going dry or soft and bendy so that'd be good yes yeah, so i'm very excited to get on and start stocking that and i will stock it with a few other things that uh i don't grow you know i will like um be you know tins of beans like uh, like red uh, kidney beans or butter beans I mean I do grow butter beans some years but chickpeas uh, all of those I can grow but I haven't got any at the minute so I want to stock some tins of those so that I've got some when I need it and uh, half the trouble with my uh, the way it is at the minute is I've got one very small cupboard in the kitchen that holds um, edibles uh, that's it so <laughs> so I can't really get a lot in there it's one it's one uh, under counter cupboard and by the time you've got bags of flour and that in there and um, there's not always a lot in there so it's like I have to keep so like, one thing of everything in there but this way I will be able to have um, a store of stuff that I can just think ah, I've got that I'll go and get that you know it's like a store of vinegar and things for making uh you know chutneys and well anything really um so yeah so I'm very excited to be able to have a pantry and start stocking my pantry and start using all the things in my pantry so I'm, I'm like this is uh been a long time coming but um it's going to be amazing I'm going to dry and so much next year dehydrate such a lot of things and um make such a lot of things because I now finally got somewhere that I can store it all. So, yep, I'm happy. Uh, this morning, um, the sky was beautiful. Uh, the sun coming up was red and fiery. And I did take a photograph, which you'll be able to see on the on my Friesen Farm page <clears throat> or on my personal page. I'm not sure which I put it on. But, um, yeah, I put it on the... I will put it on the Friesen Farm page. Um, so... <laughs> Although, red sky in the morning, shepherd's warning, as they always say. And we have had a warning. Uh, I think we're on a yellow warning at the minute for another storm coming our way with high winds and more snow. Yeah, joy. Love it. Um, <laughs> oh, we'll see how that pans out. Sometimes you just, you have to wait and see because sometimes they say these things and it sort of, it sort of blows itself out. Um, but uh, other times it really... It really uh, builds and gets bigger than you was thinking it was going to be. So, yep, we have another storm on the way. More snow forecast, more high winds. That's a joy to be a small holder in the winter. Right, well, I've just come in from uh, doing the outside stuff. It's now half past nine. Um, and it started to rain, which has put paid to my plans um which is really annoying i this morning early this morning first thing this morning i put in we wash um some of john's heavy jackets so they're heavy fleecy uh wintry work jackets um and obviously take a quite a bit of drying so i thought well okay if it's going to be 
if we've got windy weather coming, I'll wash them, put them out on the line, and that'll at least get them fairly dry. I should have checked the wet, check the weather forecast, because uh, while I was out there, it started raining, and it's raining quite a bit. <laughs> so, it's, so I'm going to have to tumble dry them instead, which is really annoying. But uh, there you go. It's one of those things. Um, yeah, been round, done everything, chopped up all the water, cleaned the water bowls out. Uh, fed everything, make sure everything's sort of snug as possible. Uh, changed some of the bedding in the nest boxes for the chickens. Uh, to, done the eggs, take the eggs out, collect the empty eggs boxes, bring them back in, pick up the milk, bring that back in. And uh, then the bucket of um, sort of butternut squash that had been got at. Uh, and then started to go a bit squishy actually to be fair we had when it flooded that time it flooded that corner and it got a bit wet so some of them have got gone moldy because of that sort of half of them so I've cut the good half bits off and I've um, taken those to the rabbits and the quail and the turkeys and uh, the light sussex outside because none of those are laying at the minute so um, uh, plus they've not been in the kitchen they've just been out the back so uh, they can quite easily eat those legally uh, and you know don't want to waste it so might as well use it for that I am going to make some butternut squash soup today I think I also while I was out there pulled uh, a bunch a good bunch of carrots so I'm going to make some butternut squash soup I think and have that for my lunch later I'll make quite hmm, make a big batch I think and then have it f there for a couple of days especially if it's going to get cold might as well have a big batch made um potentially i could freeze some of it depends on how much i make yeah i'm gonna make that and also i do need to get crack on a bit and make some mince pies john's already moaning that it's uh, well into december and we haven't had any mince pies yet so um and i've got to feed the christmas cake as well so yeah i'm gonna crack on and do that this morning and i'm quite glad actually that it's raining so i don't have to go outside anymore now until around about half past three so uh, i shall be staying inside in the warm pottering about in here doing things there's plenty to do still so you know I've still got you know plenty of things to sort out now in the run-up to Christmas so I should be cracking on indoors while it's miserable outside okay it's only 45 minutes later from when I first last uh, spoke but um <laughs> I don't feel very well at all uh not anything sinister uh, as in pandemic wise but um I very often get, if I get, my sinuses get uh, inflamed, um, I very often get, well, I wouldn't call it vertigo, but I get very dizzy, especially if I've been outside, uh, rushing around, you know, bobbing up and down, head down, head up, head down, head up, and then come back in the warm, um, which is exactly what's happened today. So I've been, I kind of stood making, chopping up for the soup, and then I suddenly thought, oh, no, I don't feel very well at all. I feel very dizzy, giddy. Um, the downside of all that is, even when you have things like that, you and there's no one else around, you you have to get on and do it. So even if I'd have felt like that before I went out this morning, I still would have to go out and do all the animals uh, because there's nobody else here to do them. And so, um, obviously, if you're physically incapable of, dragging yourself out there uh, I'd have to get someone else to do it but uh, I tend to just get on with it and uh, if you ever see me walking around with my head tucked down because I tend to do that if I don't feel very well 
uh, it's that's why <laughs> but um yeah so i'm i have made the soup soup's on low at the minute but uh, it's making me feel very nauseous so i'm going to probably have a lie down for a little bit just to see if i can uh, if it passes hopefully it will once um you know the the i don't know the the pressures change i guess i don't know but it's uh, not very nice Ooh. morning it's uh tuesday morning i think it's tuesday morning yeah um yesterday i didn't actually get any better i've i just felt dizzy and nauseous most of the day so um i didn't do anything actually nothing at all except for sit and lay down and because uh, i can actually really function i had to obviously do the bits that i have to do i had to um go out at sort of three in the afternoon and do the animals but um yeah I didn't really feel like doing it but I had to do it um this morning I got up and I thought oh it feels a little bit better but now I'm up and about again it's starting to kick back in so I don't know I guess it's just some sort of uh, viral thing I don't know but <clears throat> worryingly I've now got um like little blisters on my knuckles on my right hand uh, on a few of my knuckles which I've had before uh, last winter I'm not sure whether they're chillblains or uh, they're a bit itchy and shiny and red so um yes flipping nuisance uh I just don't feel 100% well nowhere near actually but in um in the world of lupus they tend to measure your well wellness in spoons uh so from one to five spoons um <laughs> i don't know why but um so i i reckon i'm probably uh, feeling around about three and a half spoons mm, something like that three and a half to four spoons um whereas i was you know functioning on five spoons for uh, a very long time just going downhill a bit but i'm hoping it's just uh you know, there's been a lot of colds and that about, and the kids have had, you know, runny noses and coughs and colds, so maybe I've just picked up a little bit of something like that. <clears throat> um, and uh, that's what it is, and once that sort of moves off, I shall be functioning on five again, hopefully, um, in the run-up to Christmas and beyond. But, uh, yeah, so, well, I'd say it's uh, just gone half seven in the morning, and I've got to go out and do the animals and um then i'll see how i feel when i come in it seems to be a, a lot of it's, the change seems to be when i come from the outside the cold outside back inside and then i feel whoa hang on a minute so uh i did have like um a couple of pains in my eye yesterday and a couple of days before a little like shooting pains in my ears so it's definitely something heady i would think but uh yeah it's not great but um Ooh, just got to crack on and uh, do the things I've got to do and then just maybe rest when uh, I haven't got to do things. I think that's uh, going to be what I do today mostly. So I'm not going to get probably very much done, but we'll see. You never know. It's uh, ten past four. I've got a banging headache. But luckily I haven't had the dizziness today. But I have, uh, I've got a banging headache now, for which I have just taken some paracetamol. 
Um, I made some, uh, I did a bit in the kitchen um, after I did the animals this morning. So I made, uh, made three dozen mince pies, one dozen of which I've cooked. The two other trays are in the freezer, freezing, you know, in their raw form. And then I'll put them in, in a bag, take them out of the tin, put them in the bag and then cook them as I need them. Um, the biggest problem with uh, mince pies is that John thinks you should eat those like, uh, I don't know what really. It's easily sit and eat four in a sit-in every time you had a cup of tea. So uh, yeah, I try to press on in how much time they take to make. Um, and he could probably demolish it them all in a quarter of that time. So uh, I have to um, ration him with those. <laughs> so, otherwise, I'll, I'd be making them every couple of days like I do the bread. So it's, uh, yeah, anyway, I made those. And I, then I had some egg whites left over. So I made some, um, well, I thought I'd have a go at macaroons. Macaroon, macarons. Um, they're, um, I wouldn't say they're terribly su- successful, uh, they cooked all right. They kept form all right, but they, even now, I was there. They're still they're quite soft. Still, I don't think they're supposed to be quite that soft. I don't know. I don't really eat macaroons, so. Um, but uh, I thought, oh, the kids will like them. But I'll find a tub, put them in a tub, and then kids will eat them. I'm absolutely boiling here because I layered right up to go outside because. Um, it was absolutely vile a lot of the day. The wind was blowing, the rain was pouring, and I thought, oh, God, it's going to be cold out there. Well, I went out, and it's, uh, it's the, the storm seems to have moved um, over, so we, it's uh, quite mild, really, and now I'm sweating, stood in here. The reason I've come in, dived in quickly, is because I'm waiting for it to get a little bit darker, so I'm going to put the geese to bed. The geese, which, the goose, which I've already put back into the paddock once um and i went down the front to check the um post box walking back up and i could see she's let us got got back out again so i've got to go and get her back in the paddock before i put them to bed i'm just waiting for it to go a bit dark it's just easier to uh put them to bed uh when they know it's bedtime i mean they will herd easily enough in broad daylight but uh uh, yeah it's a lot easier when it's dark and they know that it's time for them to go in um yeah, so I'd, one thing that occurred to me when I was walking down to the front and obviously people drive past and see me there in my regalia, my wellies and my great big jumper and my great big coat on top and my hat and my gloves. And I was thinking, when you watch these programmes of people um, on the telly, uh, you know, celebrities with their farms, uh, you always tend to look quite, presentable don't they like they've gone on a you know jolly old dog walk in their uh yuppie gear um it's not like that in reality i i look probably look oh, i would say like green grass's mum um uh if you don't know who that is look that up <laughs> so but uh yeah there's no uh, there's no style when you're trying to keep warm and dry um my guess is a lot of these uh, people don't do all the work on a daily basis. They're just out there when the cameras are there. Um, so they can look, afford to look uh, what I would call country glamorous. Well, I don't look like that. I look like uh, uh, a pig farm worker, really. 
yeah, that's, there's no glamour there whatsoever. <laughs> it did occur to me that I should try and make a bit more of an effort. But who wants to make an effort like that when it's absolutely horrendous outside and uh, all you want to do is keep warm and dry? You've got to be a bit sensible, I suppose. So, yeah, uh, apart from that, I haven't done... Oh, I've got the dinner ready for tonight and everything, but um, I did sit down this afternoon I said I've got this banging headache and I think it's... Luckily, the dizziness, not not anymore. So that's good. That's sort of moved. Well, hopefully it's gone. Um, so this is sort of like a, a head cold that I've got, which is uh, is bad enough, but it could be worse, you know. Just, uh, that, that dizziness was not, uh, not nice at all and, and very difficult to function when you've got that. So, um, but yeah, hopefully John will be home soon and we can get the door on the pantry and then I can start loading up. Um, some of the stuff into the pantry that I've got lying around everywhere. And uh, that'll be another day over. Wednesday, the 8th of December at uh, half past four. Um, it's just, just getting dark. And, uh, oops. Um, this morning, I think we did, I think, did I say yesterday? It sort of like was mild again, but then this morning we had like, I don't know, the whip end of, uh, of the storm because uh, it was really windy through the night and then it was windy and rainy this morning. Um, although it wasn't as cold, I think it was colder yesterday morning, but uh, it wasn't as cold this morning. So anyway, we went out and did all the animals and everything. Um, came back in, literally came back in, it was sort of like ooh, nine o'clock just gone. Samantha rang uh, to see if I wanted to go to the garden centre with her because uh, she'd just dropped the twins off at nursery, which means she was child-free. And uh, she decided she'd quite like some adult time out on her own, you know. So she picked me up and we went off and had a mooch around the garden centre and a coffee and a cake, so that was quite nice. Um, came back and uh, uh, sorted, started, then started on sorting stuff out for my pantry. So I've got as I said, I've got things everywhere. I've got jars of chutney, and I down in the bottom of one cupboard, I it, it goes to the back, and you can't often see. And I've thought, oh, that's good. I've got um, liters and liters of like different types of vinegar, so white vinegar, uh, apple cider vinegar, with the mother even. So, uh, <laughs> so I thought, that's good to find those. Um, yeah, so I started taking things into my pantry. Now we've got a door on it, and it should be, uh, you know, animal proof. So that's good. Um, and then in the afternoon, the uh, I ordered some apples straight from the farm, from a farm. They arrived. <clears throat> I'm still waiting for my oranges. They haven't turned up yet. And uh, so I've got those now stored in my apple rack, which is lovely. And uh, I've got the dinner on. So I've got uh, we've got roast chicken tonight. A nice free range roast chicken. And, uh, yeah, what I was going to say... Oh, and I had to get the horses in as well um, because the farrier's coming at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning and uh, I weighed it, weighed it up and I thought, oh, if I get out... If I'm rushing around and I'm out there and Jack gives me the runaround, which he often will and won't let me catch him, I'm going to get really stressed about that. So I went out there and got the horses in this evening. I stabled them overnight and then they'll be ready for the farrier first thing in the morning and I won't have to worry too much he still did give me a bit of the run around I did take half an apple out there each for them biscuit as ever is very obliging and she'll let me catch her and put her head collar on um jack not 
every time I went near him, he turned away. So in the end, I turned my back towards him. Um, I went over, gave uh, Biscuit her half an apple because she was tied up at this point, which was waiting very patiently. And uh, Jack decided, oh, that might be good, quite good. So I have the half an apple in my hand. And, and then over my wrist, I have his head collar draped. So when I put that hand towards his mouth for him to eat the apple, I can quickly get the head collar up and over his head so he didn't have any chance to escape. So um, I have to try the tricks of the trade. <laughs> so they are now safely inside the stables, waiting for the farrier tomorrow, and then they will be done, and I'll turn them back out, um, yeah, for the rest of the winter, well, until the farrier comes again in about six weeks' time. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it, really, apart from uh, doing various bits and pieces. Um that's pretty much it for the week, really. We've sort of done and dusted. And tonight, it's my brother-in-law's uh, birthday today. So once we've had our dinner this evening, we will pick up some ale and go around and wish him happy birthday. And, uh, yeah, that's another, another week over. So thanks very much for listening, and I'll catch you next time.